1: Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store, and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done.
2: Welcome to Deckheads, a production of iHeartRadio.
3: Welcome to Deckheads with your hosts, Nick and Anna, broadcasting from the bottom of the boat, below, below deck.
2: Ooh, I'm horny.
1: What? Deckhead. Hey
2: Nick. Anna. Hi. Anna. Hi. Hi. Anna. Tell me something I don't know. Your name? What? JK. Um, so you know, I- I've been pumping up our social media, aka trying to post almost every single day. Wow. Doing my thing, you know. Wow. And you know, doing my best to stay current. To what we talk about on our show, to our social, so for like, and we'll post this on Instagram or Twitter or whatever, and then I try and do it, you know, I try and follow yeah. through. Kay. So last night I was just casually flipping through Instagram,
3: yeah, and I was
2: like, I'm gonna follow a bunch of the cast members, no. and then, well, why not? Because is I wanna- what I think. Is about to happen, about to happen. No, no. So I did get nervous, though, because I was like, oh, I don't want them to follow us back for any reason. Like, I just want to follow them because, like, you know, it's like so we can keep up with what their socials are doing. It's like things to talk about if they, like, post something racist, you know, so we can be like, "Uh uh-oh.
3: I got to stay up uh, on Asia.
2: Yeah, you know, I, I just wanted to follow them because I was like, we need to follow things that.
3: This is important because this is part of our job. When we write down on our taxes, when they write, how do we make the lion's share of our money? We have to say, watching below deck and talking to the people online. That's what I wrote in my taxes last year before we even had this show.
2: Hmm. Well, that's, you know, I my,
3: manifested it. That's a secret my style.
2: But anyway, I I followed a bunch of like Bravo stuff, whatever. And then one cast member of Sailing followed us back. And I was like, Uh "Fuck no. So I went and I put in our bio. If you've been on the show, you should avoid this show. Wow. Hoping that makes them steer clear of listening to our show. And look, you guys are like, why wouldn't you want them to know about your show? Because we talk a lot of fucking shit.
3: What would they do with our show? They don't. How need would it. them knowing about our show help us in any way? No,
2: they don't need it. They don't need it. They don't need to know about our show. They have show. good full lives. Exactly. So they're good people. Exactly. No, we're monsters. They don't need it.
3: No, no one needs this, and we'll put a big disclaimer when we go weekly.
2: You don't need the trauma of us critiquing your daily behavior. You don't need it.
3: I also have another question. Huh. When we go weekly, uh-huh. Let's say there's a week, no new below deck episode. All right. Do we still do an episode?
2: Uh depends.
3: Do we talk about the history of below deck? Do we get a guest and talk about that person's favorite episode or that person's favorite season, a cast?
2: Yeah, we can do that. That person's
3: favorite characters. We do a top five. We do their history. There's no reason to take a week off. There's so much to talk about.
2: Yeah, that's true. Something to think yeah. about. Yeah, that's true. We can discuss further off air. This is a business discussion.
3: What? This is what the people want. They want to feel like they're a part of the show, and they are. No one is more a part of a show than our listeners. True. They get both facts in there. True. You know, they're wearing our T-shirts. Two of them. True. The two most incredible people on the planet. Coincidence.
2: <laughs> True.
3: So, I, I don't know. I'm just saying uh, there's enough. There's a lot here, you know. It, we can't go from every day to just, like, not having this show for months. You know, what will people do?
2: I agree. Luckily that there's enough, well, there's, like, 15 different version of, versions of this show. So, hopefully we can keep it moving. Uh, anyway, yeah. yeah. So if you guys happen to run into a cast member, don't tell them about this show. Don't tell them. No, we're a them.
3: secret. Tell them about. Is there another podcast that uh, is good? There's like, there's another podcast that has a lot of listeners, right?
2: Maybe we can get like. I don't know. Just don't tell anyone about our show. I mean, well, I mean, you can tell your friends, but don't... No,
3: don't even tell your friends.
2: Don't, like, tag... This podcast is for you. Don't tag cast members because we're not... Look, w- we have our opinions. We're not trying to, like, kill people's vibes.
3: Yeah. Uh, no. And in the the great spirit of bitch sesh... Yeah. They don't allow anybody to tag the people... You know, and anytime anyone like tags them in one of their tweets, they admonish them.
2: Yeah, you know, don't think, don't yeah. tag anyone. Don't try and make anyone feel not good.
3: Yeah, because if I were truthful about how I feel feel about these people, it probably wouldn't sound so passionate. You know, I think in my normal life a lot of these people get a pass, but in my um, comic life, in my deckhead's life. Nobody gets a pass. Mm. And it's a character. You know, I'm doing a character like Alex Jones.
2: It's performance art?
3: Yeah. I don't really care about anyone on this show. Well, that's only true for this season. I have fallen in love many times and fallen in hate just as many. Perhaps more. Let's get into this horrible reunion, huh?
2: Yeah. So uh, here we are, guys. Below Deck, Season 7, Episode 19, a.k.a. Part 1 of The Reunion.
3: What I will say about this reunion, huh. before we get into it too deeply, is that the great news is that a new show is starting tomorrow for us. Yes. Oh, God. But no? Sailing. You're going to save no, my not life. not tomorrow. I don't know what's going the on. The day
2: sailing. after tomorrow, because we still have Part 2 of The Reunion.
3: Sure. I think everybody knows that we're recording both of these today.
2: Oh, got it. But we're not recording tomorrow.
3: Then tomorrow I'm going tubing down the Kern River.
2: Yes, with me.
3: Yes. It's going to be 102 degrees.
2: Jesus Christ. You need to be careful. Wear sunscreen. Drink water.
3: Great idea. Wow. Don't be rude.
2: I I can't. Look, I can't get a call from Brooks or whoever the fuck you're going with. Carl, who's like. Hey, bad news. Nick roasted to death. We're having a pig roast tonight to eat him in his honor because that's what he'd want. And then all of a sudden, I'm co-hostless but full of pig slash Nick. I'm not saying you're a pig. I'm saying like, you know how people roast pigs? Basically, we do like a Nick roast.
3: Well, I would recommend uh, Brooks or Carl to take my place. No. Okay.
2: I don't want to hear about all the wines. Ah, uh, <laughs> no,
3: actually, Carl would be terrible on this show. Um, I don't think he's ever seen a reality show in his life. He'd be like, "I guess oh, we could, we could." Sorry, pivot. I didn't watch it.
1: I watched another episode
3: of Bosch. You don't need to know who Carl Hess is to to find that funny. Bosch. He watches Bosch. That's his favorite show.
2: Good for him. He, he can watch Bosch. I don't care. I I don't have this weird thing about Bosch like you do. Uh, my my bud uh rob benedict you guys might know him from my bachelor podcast he does a lot Rob benedict does he he never heard it he had a role in Bosch for a while he's a great guy
3: holy shit do you ever think about hooking him up with carl sexually
2: no because you know he has a life and kids and a family well
3: carl has a new girlfriend anyway so sorry
2: I wouldn't know. He only p- posts food on his Instagram, not his lovely, lovely ladies. Wow,
3: well, it's weird because she is usually what's for dessert.
2: Oh, right. this is inappropriate that we're talking about Carl like <laughs> this. Can't I believe I said that. Nobody knows who Carl is. Yeah, but if Carl ever hears this, I'll feel bad that we're just t- treating him like a piece of meat. alone. How would Carl have heard this? <laughs> he never will. That's the best part. <laughs> it's right. I've said
3: nothing wrong by the All way right. it's well, just weird that i said so many things
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we love carl. Right. carl that's right guys carl is a mutual friend of ours okay yeah
3: check him out he's a uh, he's a, a comedian and food luminary he hosts yeah. a podcast called yelling about pate 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 potty i have a i i was on a podcast about butts with adam newman check it out But uh, anyway, yelling about pate, it's the greatest uh, podcast about food you'll ever rear. Ever rear? Here.
2: Okay. You said rear again. I know. Um, All right. I have one question about this reunion. What's that? Can you hear a drill in the background?
3: A little bit.
2: Okay. Sorry about that, guys. There is some drilling going on somewhere in the background. Okay. Well, here's my one question. Why is Abby there?
3: Because Abby was not fired.
2: Yeah, but Abby was there for like a hot three minutes. And I don't think she adds anything than disrupting the fact that the guys were assholes.
3: I think that they wanted to put Captain Lee on the girl's side and then they needed symmetry. Also, when she was first on camera, I said, why is Lindsay Lohan here?
2: Oh, nice. I said, why is Abby there? <laughs> I get it. Because, yeah, you
3: were wondering why she was there, even. Mm-hmm. That's funny.
2: Abby Lindsay Lohan, Abby Sons. I heard her last name wow. was Abby Sons. So.
3: She's Japanese?
2: No. It's not a Japanese last name. Okay. Abby San. Abby Son S O N. Abby Okay. So we get into all the wild guests and it's stuff. Selling. Yeah. And I was surprised they didn't talk more about like Brandy's drunk ass. Um, at the beginning it like the the lady who was like having a panic attack. Yeah, I we don't even know uh, if it was a panic attack. She's just drinking too much.
3: Yeah, the the lady with the curly hair.
2: Yes. They don't really I mean, they show a bunch of shit and then they're like they show Simone being harassed by that little tiny Trumpian. And they ask Captain Lee, Andy Cohen asked Captain Lee if there are policies to protect staff like Simone from sexual harassment. And he says, you have to know it's happening to do something about it. And Kate took her off service once she realized it was happening and he thinks she ha- Kate handled it correctly. And Simone says, it's disappointing that money talks uh, and the proper way to deal with it is to talk to the person doing the sexual harassing. But on yachts, the person is if the person is paying for everything then you can't really do much so it was good for kate to move her off of service and kate says she has seen much worse from other charter guests in the past ugh remember how uh adrian gang dealt with it by being like grow up or whatever to cat
3: yeah here's how you find out what's going on okay it's it's real simple can i help Yeah. Here's what you do. You create an environment where a woman feels comfortable saying it. Right. Perhaps at the start of the trip when you sit everyone down and tell them how you're going to eat all of their assholes, maybe throw in one or two lines about if someone is on, you know, it's like, these people pay for anything, you know, anything they want, they get. Mm -hmm. Except for... You. And if you are being made to feel uncomfortable, obviously, I want you to come and tell me because that is the one thing where I will intervene and I will talk to the charter because no amount of money allows someone to treat you like a piece of meat. Yeah, that's a good plan. And if they say that, then boom, she feels comfortable going to
2: CAP. That is a good plan. Will it ever happen? Probably not. So, Captain Lane thinks Kevin could have handled his discussion with Chef Justine better and, and to have not been so confrontational. And Kevin says he wasn't going to sit there and take it from Justine. He knows what he can do and he doesn't need someone to tell him to step up his game. And Kate makes a point that he was actually doing that to her all season about being the chief stew. And he's like, uh. So they get into interior issues. And Kevin says Kate shouldn't have to train Simone. Not Kevin. Fuck Kevin. Captain Lee says Kate shouldn't have to train Simone to learn more about service. Yet I believe Captain Sandy would disagree on that. And he says when they hire you, they expect you to be able to do the work uh, that you put on your resume. And Captain Lee thinks Simone was good at laundry. So he thinks Kate handled the situation well to suit the guests. And Simone disagrees and says there's a lot of instances where people come on Uh, come on the boat green, and they're trained to learn the job. And her CV specifically stated that she was good at housekeeping and cooking and didn't have much service experience, and she expected to be guided a little. And Kate says she thought Simone did amazing, but Courtney's service skills were just stronger than Simone's, so she got to be on service more. And Courtney says that she understands why Simone feels the way she does, but Kate had to please the guests first, and the crew comes second. And uh, Captain Lee says, everyone should check their ego at the dock. And uh, Ashton nods his head in agreement. And Riley's like, for real, bro? You think you checked your fucking ego? Oh, the
3: first of many Rileys this evening. Ooh. Yeah.
2: I don't know. This reunion really pops off, especially in the second
3: episode. This reunion is, can I tell you who won the reunion?
2: Who? Who
3: do you think won the reunion?
2: I would argue, no one.
3: Oh, I think there's a very clear winner as to a person who, like, kind of came out of nowhere as like a, the most reasonable, intelligent, oh, oh. clear-headed person in the ca- in any of the casts. Courtney. Courtney.
2: Yes. No, I agree. My Courtney. God,
3: where did she? What? Why? Why did we not know this about her?
2: We did. I mean, I kind of had a feeling that she was this way.
3: She's um really impressive she was the only one making any points that i was like damn that's that's hard to argue with
2: um i agree i thought courtney had a great showing i love the way she fucking well we'll get into it we'll get into it all
3: yeah
2: uh actually let's take a quick break and we'll be right back and continue oh yeah wild ass reunion
1: Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured, not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value.
4: Ready? Let's go. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a golf course. Let's get a water sport. Can I get excursions? Time for chill vibes. How about a garden tour? Give
0: me a dolphin. What's that spell? San Diego!
4: If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san Diego.org, Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds.
0: You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.
2: And we're back. So we come back uh, and Kate says she tried to use Simone as much as she could on service, but there's so much laundry to do on a boat that needs to be done. And Simone was good at it. Kate says she was actually a little too critical of Simone for talking about other crew members about her being upset with the way Kate kept putting her in laundry. Kate says that she already felt so much animosity from the deck crew that she didn't want more shit from them. And she kind of felt betrayed when she found out that Simone had been talking to the deck crew about her problems. With Kate. And Simone says she isn't sure if things ended well with Kate because Kate was so hot and cold to her. And Kate apologizes and says she was stressed out and didn't mean to be so shitty. And Simone says she said a lot of stuff in the heat of the moment about Kate. And it was more, the, the things that really upset her was more like Kate giving stripes to Courtney in front of her or telling people that Simone was crying. And Kate said it wasn't personal and she wasn't trying to get a reaction out of her.
3: That was fucked up.
2: And then Simone still argues that Kate didn't give her the time she deserved or the treatment she deserved. And Kate tells her, like, go take some service courses in Fort Lauderdale. And I was like, that's not bad advice. Like, she should do that. Yeah. I don't know. Simone was kind of low-key, like, beating a dead horse at this point. It's like, girl, just let it go. Like, she kept being like, you did not give me the same opportunities as Courtney. And it's like, dude, and she never will because you guys will never work together again.
3: That's a lot of what this reunion is. It's just like, I can't say the same thing again. Like, we've already had all of these discussions. Like, what what are you asking me? And we talked about this in the moment. This isn't like something we both discovered.
2: Right. Well, Kate says she wasn't bullying Simone. But uh, Simone thought that... Uh, well, Simone's like, you were. you were kind of being like, saying fucked up shit and Kate says there was so much to do in yachting that she can't hold hands and train people and Kate says bosuns get away with so much more because they're usually men and they talk a bunch of shit to their deck crew and swear and all that but she still but Kate gets the kind of heat because she's a woman and she gets heat for being like I'm gonna have to put you in laundry and saying you're not the greatest on service and I thought that was a very valid point because like Ashton was very, very, like, the way he spoke to Riley was pretty narnar, And, like, Kate never really actively said anything that terrible to Simone. Like, she'd be like, look, unfortunately, you're not great at service. And then I wouldn't be like, "Oh, you
1: bitch!
2: And it's like, uh. it's really not that big a deal. It's just facts. Like, she would get weird. I don't know. She wouldn't, like, say anything. Like, it took Simone a while to get better at service.
3: Yeah, she just, like, went out. And then was like, oh, up, I guess they don't need drinks. Yeah. And went back in. And then they're like, you know what, we need is 14 drinks.
2: Yeah. Abby says, even though not necessary, that Ashton was very calm and cool with her whenever there was a problem. Hmm. Also, weren't you guys trying to fuck each other for a hot minute? Whoa. And then uh, Ashton says he doesn't think any of his team members ever felt he swore at them or demanded stuff from them. And Riley's like, hello, I was on your team. You treated me poorly.
3: No, yeah, but she's not, like, a teammate. She's, like, the, te- the team member who's, like, vying for your job. She's not helping. She's, like, wanting you to fail. That's not, that's not a very good team member. Right. She's not a good teammate.
2: Okay. Well, Ashton deflects. Riley pointing out that he was shitty to her by bringing up Kate's behavior with Caroline uh, in season six when she was trying to kick her off the boat and says he would never do that. He would never blast music and yell at a crew member to kick them off a boat. And Kate's like, yeah, I agree. I could have handled things more professional. And he's like, yeah, I agree. You should have handled things more professionally. And she was like, yeah, I agree. We literally had this discussion last reunion. You annoying fuck. Fuck. Ah, Ashton's really annoying in this fucking reunion. Like he has an answer for everything, and um, hmm, I don't, I don't buy it. I'm like Captain Lee right now. I'm like, I don't buy it. Yeah,
3: I mean, I guess he comes off as more humble than usual,
2: but it feels That's somewhat good. rehearsed in a way. Like he was ready for this.
3: Well, he was ready. I mean, they were all ready for this. Na na na. Ready, ready for the, ready for
2: action. Okay. Captain Lee comes for Ashton and says he doesn't have enough experience to judge Kate. And Kate says when Ashton was still gyrating in a Speedo for dollar bills, she was working her way up to Chief Stew. And that was before Below Deck. And then Ashton, Ashton, this whole conversation makes no sense. Ashton asks, when was the last time she worked on a boat in the real world that wasn't Below Deck? And she was like four years ago. Then he asks the same to Captain Lee. And Captain Lee's like, yeah. I've been working for 35 years. And he's like, yeah, but when was the last time he did a boat that wasn't below deck? And he says, one year ago.
3: And he's like, exactly. You're not real Yeah, <laughs> it
2: made no sense. And then and then they're like, well, what about you, Ashton? And he's like, well, I've worked four seasons. And I'm like, this conversation is so dumb. What point are you trying to make? That they don't exist in the real world? Yeah, neither do you, Ashton. Look at yourself. God, look at your Instagram. You think you exist in the real world? I was looking at his Instagram last night. He does not exist in the real world.
3: How many followers does he have?
2: Uh, Let me see.
3: I want the exact number because it will help me read his future.
2: What? What does that mean?
3: The number of Instagram followers that you have.
2: Ashton uh, Pynar. He's got 147k.
3: 147K, oh no. And he has- Do you has
2: know what that means? Hashtag blow deck, hashtag finish, hashtag travel. And then he has a little key sign that says, I help people transform their bodies. No like punctuation, transforming their oh bodies, no. eating the foods they enjoy and living their best life. He could use a com- comma oh there. No. And then he says a little a hand pointing down to a link and it says, strategy session plus cameo.
3: Oh no. Ugh. Do you know what? Do you know why? Huh. 147k. That's what the number was. Yeah. Oh no, that's the worst one. That means how he's going to die is is in a, a revenge killing?
2: Oh my god, Nick.
3: Yes. For uh, apparently, um,
2: yeah. Keep going. Keep going. He,
3: he hurt <laughs> he hurt someone's mother with an elephant bone, so he will be murdered by that person's son. With that same elephant bone, it's crazy, but it's true.
2: Um, so I went to grab a napkin, but tell me the truth: am I going to have yes. to cut out whatever you just said?
3: No. Um, it was uh, It was about the the battle between good and evil, um, in South Africa and Zimbabwe, involving a very rare elephant bone. That's was all.
2: Okay. I okay. believe you've
3: probably heard this theory before. But Ashton will be murdered by Jawau with the same elephant bone as his mother was bludgeoned with.
2: Oh, that's right. What's our theory that Jawau. No, no, that. Yes. Ashton and Brian went. What? Uh...
3: Ashton is uh, evil.
2: Back in time and. Okay. Yes. So probably got
3: to go look it up again.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I don't even remember our theory. So anyway, this conversation was dumb. Uh, And then they had this other fucking weird interaction with Riley pops in and says. Ashton's currently working on his his girlfriend's ex best friend's boyfriend's yacht or something. And then he's like, not ex best friend. And she's like, ex best friend. And I'm like, who fucking cares? What does this have to do with anything?
3: Yeah. Oh, he got a job in a way. In a certain way?
2: Yeah, I was like, I don't care. So uh, then they get into Kevin's cooking and his personality. Apparently, Jamel was on Watch What Happens Live and said that if Kevin had just explained the penis cake to the group, they would have been totally down and not awkward about it. And Kevin says he didn't feel it needed an explanation. But the ladies all said the cake was, the cake was delicious. Kevin claims. Well, why he-
3: didn't Kate tell them? Why didn't, I don't, why didn't no one say anything?
2: I don't fucking know. Why anymore. did none
3: of the stews say anything? Why didn't the captain say anything? The captain knew about the penis cake. He was the one who told Kevin to make it.
2: Well, I believe Kate explains why she shouldn't say anything in a second. But Kevin claims he didn't think he was above anyone. But he can totally see why it comes off that way. Huh. And he's like, I just wanted to gel with the interior team. I wanted us to be a team. Hmm. So what happens when you put them down? That you guys all become a team. Everyone respects you when you treat them like shit. Mm. Uh, and Captain Lee thinks if Kevin performed at his highest level the whole time, like he knew he could, instead of letting emotions get in the way, then he would have killed it the whole season. And Kate tells Kevin that he's a great, talented chef and he did great at crew meals and he was the hardest working chef she ever worked with. And Kevin What's? says he he came in. Re- I don't know. It's really weird. Kevin says he came in really hot. He didn't have time to step back and see how things are supposed to go. And Kate agrees and says, Kevin came off a private boat and Kate was used to the regular program of like this charter yachting, whatever. And so those boats are so different. So they didn't really have an adjustment period. And then Kate says, penis shaped items usually go over well in her opinion. And she says she didn't know that they were talking about charities and children at the moment, but Kevin was so proud of his penis cake and, at the same time, he was being really annoying and pushing and he's usually very pushy. And he's usually always trying to take control of the situation and be like, OK, we got to go. We got to go. We got to go. And usually she controls him because, no, no, we need a minute. They're talking about this or no, no, let's give it a second. And she finally was like, fuck it. Yeah, go ahead, Kevin. You take control. You handle service. And that's when he walked out with the penis cake and embarrassed himself. And she's like, well, that's what happens. Uh, And Kevin says he's over it now and he's apologized to Jamel and she apologized for missing it and everything's good. And Kevin says there are attributes of Kate and Riley that he does like because they question him. They say, why did you say you would never raise your daughters to be like them on some Watch What Happens Live? And he's like, yeah, you know, you know, in the moment I had nothing better to say. So I apologize for saying that. And he says, you know, they're hard workers. They're funny. And uh, yeah, they're cool. I'm sorry. Who is he talking about? Kate and Riley. I guess on a watch what happens live after show, he said that he would never raise his daughter to be like them.
3: Yeah, I wouldn't either.
2: Great. You're going to have to respond to that.
3: I can't wait
2: on the reunion.
3: I can't wait to be invited.
2: So they get into crew hookups next. And Courtney says she hasn't really enjoyed reliving her experiences with Brian and they haven't spoken in a while. And Courtney says she had to block Brian for sending her aggressive messages about what she was saying on the episode. And Brian is like, they weren't aggressive. And he's like, I felt like you were bringing me down on Twitter. And she says, I was speaking very generally and never said anything directly at you. She said, but I didn't want to co-sign his behavior and didn't appreciate how he spoke to her a lot of the time. And how he messaged her.
3: I have bad news for everybody. What? Brian... Is a Dumbo? You think he's dumb? Dumb. He's so dumb. In the next episode, when he tries to explain himself, and he keeps saying, "Um, like no, but you don't understand. I didn't mean it that way."
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And it's like, you do not understand that that is not the point. You fucking idiot. The point is not your intention or whatever you claim your intention to be right now. That is not justified doing it, and it is not an excuse, and it's not a reason to do it again or to think that you did nothing wrong.
4: Well, that's what you gotta understand
3: you did do something wrong. That's
2: what Courtney basically says to him.
3: I know, she's so good.
2: Hmm. Do you know? I think I'm in
3: love. I knew
2: it. (laughs) You know who I recently followed, and I was wondering if you remembered her, Julia.
3: Oh, yeah, of course, Julia (laughs) Dupousset.
2: Yeah, I followed her on our Instagram.
3: Yeah, I follow her. What about it?
2: No follow back, though.
3: Oh, uh, you, you're you not going to get anything from her. I'm She's just too famous.
2: I'm just joking. I didn't. I don't want... Remember how we discussed that we don't want him?
3: Yeah, you got to follow the people with your personal account so they don't know who you are.
2: No. I don't follow anyone on my personal account.
3: No one?
2: Not a soul.
3: Not even Jesus Christ?
2: Not a soul.
3: Jesus Christ.
2: Not even a soul. Um, that's
3: not true. You follow me.
2: Ooh, followed me. Oh, I unfollowed you just now.
3: No, you didn't. Yeah, oh my I did, God, unfortunately. Did. Holy shit. Now the blogs are going to go crazy. Yeah. Bye did Anna and follow Nick. Yep. Is there, and they won't find out it's nothing for months. Mm hmm much so
2: Courtney says Brian messaged her saying that she was a cold-hearted woman a woman, and he didn't understand what he ever saw in her and she says she was really into Brian and that's why she was that's why she was so hurt by him and when they went on that date where it felt like she wasn't she didn't want to be there it was because she was exhausted that's why she was miserable it wasn't because of him and she tried to make that clear that she was just like tired from working so much and she says they had an easy connection but you get this false sort of comfort when you're around each other a lot, but you don't actually really know each other. And, uh, yeah,
3: especially not Brian. Cause he's so vapid.
2: Well, he's just like, yeah, Brian tries to defend his, we're just having fun. Right. Texts and says, Courtney isn't comfortable around the camera. So he was trying to get on the same page as her by texting her. And he says the text was, was a question, not a statement. And Courtney says her reaction was pretty normal to the text, and he blamed her for having that reaction, and all he did was place blame on her the whole time. And Brian keeps calling her dramatic, and she says she reacted calmly, and then he reacted dramatically to her. And Brian says Courtney is very guarded, so he never understood where he stood with her, and it wasn't his intention to break up with her over text. Then he says he was mad that she spoke to Kate about it, but it was okay for him to talk to Ashton about it. This whole part of when she's like, well, you spoke to Ashton about it. He's like, yeah, because I had to talk my feelings out. Everyone's like, yeah. What do you think she was doing with Kate, fool? And he's like, no, it's not the same. Like, he's such an idiot. Yeah. And uh, Brian says it broke his heart watching her cry over him later on the show. And Courtney says that Brian in the moment would roll his eyes when she was crying. And Kevin says that the reason he told Brian that Courtney and Kate were talking about their tech situation was because he wanted them to nip their problems in the butt. And that's what sets Captain Lee off. And he says, Kevin had no right to relay the conversation to anyone that he heard between Kate and Courtney. And Kevin says he disagrees because the boat is small and he wanted Brian to fix the problem. And Brian says that um, if he could go back, he would not have texted her about this. And then Brian says he didn't realize he was trying to control Courtney by getting angry with her whenever she disagreed with him. Jesus. Because he's an idiot. And Riley says she didn't know Courtney very well at first and she was very aloof so she didn't understand her relationship with Brian. That's why she was saying that she would try and steal Brian but now they're friends and she's not even sh- Riley's not even sure she would hit it with Brian anymore because he's a fucking idiot.
3: She's sure. She'd fucking. You think? Yeah. (sighs) Who do you think fucked after this? What's the highest likelihood someone of a couple fucking after this?
2: God, everyone seems to hate each other. I don't know.
3: I know who it's going to be. Who? It's going to be Ashton and Brave.
2: No, Brave is married.
3: Brave's not married yet.
2: (laughs) Yeah, she is. She said they've been married for a year.
3: Oh, they did get married. I thought they were just living together.
2: Oh, fool. Are you even watching this show or do yes. I have to do everything?
3: No, it's just so boring.
2: This, this, it was honestly too much because I was like, I don't even know what's going on.
3: It's not good. No. I hope they never do another reunion. I well, have no questions for these people.
2: The only reunion I wanted to see was for the one they didn't give us, which was the season four med reunion. The only thing
3: I want to hear is uh, how big the dude's dongs are. I want to go down the line, and I want everyone to comment how many inches they think everybody is. That's what I want to hear. They could even just send it in an email. Hey, instead of the reunion, we got a results of everybody's dick test. And uh, the winner is Kevin.
2: You think Kevin has, what, what, I'm sorry, what are the results for a dick test to tell you?
3: Oh, well, everyone will put down how big they think everybody's penis is based on hearsay and seeing it on the boat.
2: Hmm. Well, Kevin does imply at some point in the season that he doesn't have the biggest dick, which is why he's well, such he an Well, he
3: showed asshole. it to everybody. So I think it might be bigger than he
2: Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, nom, 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 nom. I don't know. Hmm.
3: Okay. All right. Are you frozen?
2: You're frozen. No, I'm not frozen.
3: What the uh, fuck you were doing with that with your face that whole time?
2: Yeah, I was going.
3: <laughs> That's crazy.
2: Let's take another quick break. and
3: You're will, like the woman of two faces.
2: We'll be right back.
1: Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value.
0: You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack
2: and we're back god you're so annoying guys we're gonna finish this episode out so they ask Abby what her deal is they're like so why are you here Uh, that was the question I submitted they're like Anna Hosnier from Los Angeles California wants to know Abby why are you here (laughs) that's in the you know how like Andy Cohen reads off the Mm -hmm. questions from people Mm -hmm. I was doing a bit Oh, hold on. Let me give myself a little. (laughs) Thank you, Anna. That was so funny. Mm. I have fun. So Abby says she married her Greek captain almost a year ago. But basically what she didn't say on the show was they got married because her visa has expired. And he married to he offered to marry her so she could stay and hang out. But she says they do truly love each other and they live in Greece currently and run a charter business together. And her going on below deck made her realize this. And she doesn't regret going on the show. And she doesn't even regret leaving because it led to the life she has now. And if you go on her Instagram, you'll see that she like her and her Greek husband, they just like refit boats together. Or like they, they were like updating. Yeah, I just saw they updated the interior of a boat pretty
3: cool. Wow. Kate loves telling people about refits. So hopefully she can go tell people about it there. I agree. Do you think uh, Kate's going to work for her one day? No. Yeah, I think so too.
2: What? No, Kate's out of here. So we learned that Tanner and Simone stayed in touch and remained friends a little. They would text here and there. And Simone says she regrets hooking up with Tanner because he told her... She asked, like, are you into Kate? And he was like, no, I'm not. But it turns out he was. And she says if she had known how into Kate he still was, she wouldn't have hooked up with him. And Tanner says it wasn't his intention to hurt Simone. And he apologizes for his behavior. And Simone says they had a conversation. They had conversations which confused her. And she would say that she wants to keep things casual as long as there's respect. And he he would kind of imply that he wants to hook up with others. And she'd be like, well, if you want to hook up with others, let's keep it platonic. Then he'd be like, no, no, like, I I want to be to get like, I want to hook up. So he would insist that they stay together and like casually hook up. And he says that he has no excuse and he was an asshole to her. And then they're like, how does your mom feel about it? And he says him and his mom aren't as close as people think. And it was never discussed. And then Riley gets involved and says that his mom was t- a- apparently attacking Captain Lee on some Facebook group. Because some private Facebook group, excuse me, because Captain Lee was um, calling out Tanner's behavior on his Bravo blog for how he treated Simone. And apparently Tanner said that or maybe Tanner's mom, I don't know, said that Riley wants to fuck everybody. But that was actually Tanner. And, and apparently Riley responded to his mom somehow and said, be a parent and hold your son accountable. And like and then she says, like, you can apologize now, but you still treat Simone like shit. I don't know. That was confusing. I was like, I need to follow up and see what Tanner's mom is doing on the internet, talking shit like, I think my son's the best. He could never do anything wrong. I love you, Tanner.
3: She sounds like Brock Turner's mother. You know, just one of these women's that make rapey men feel like they've done nothing wrong.
2: He's a good boy. Don't ruin his future. I understand he raped a woman, but think about his future. I hate white people. Can I just say that? That shit is so annoying. But if he's a black person, who cares? He's bad. He's a bad seed or whatever the fuck they say. Racist bullshit.
3: Look, I didn't kind of realize it until this reunion show, but white people really are problematic. I never thought about it.
2: Yeah. Anything is okay if you're a young white man.
3: Is that right? Nice.
2: Oh, shut up. What? I love you. So Kate says nothing happened between her and Tanner, but Tanner apparently has a girlfriend now, and she's great. Whatever. But I thought Kate has a hilarious thing where she's like, oh, maybe tonight. (laughs) Uh, That was funny. Mm. Kate says she never pursued Tanner, but it was fun to flirt with him because you get very bored out in the ocean and Kate says, on a boat, everything is blurry, so she had no problem breaking the girl code with Tanner. But she also felt Simone didn't have much loyalty towards her anyway, so what did it matter? Uh, And Simone says, Kate totally broke girl code. And then Riley's like, but you guys weren't even friends. But Simone's like, but they worked and lived together. And Riley's like, oh, so she broke more of the respect code. And I'm like, who fucking cares? Uh, and that's where the reunion episode part one ends. Thank fucking God. Cause wow. I, was, I was truly hitting a wall at this point. And it took me a long time to watch these episodes because I kept pausing them and like going to do other things. Because I just like could not keep my attention span on it. He was just like yelling at each other.
3: Yeah, I had to rewind this so many times because I really like it repelled me from the living room. And I would just find myself in other rooms being like, oh, I should go pause that and rewind it because it is the hardest thing to do that I've ever done. Right. Okay. Yeah. I
2: have a question. Do you have a TV in your bedroom or just your living room?
3: Uh, just my living room.
2: Hmm. Who has
3: a TV in the bedroom? Like some psycho.
2: I do. You can see it behind me. Why? I have a TV in my bedroom and my living room so Zach and I can have our space and enjoy our own time if we need to.
3: The fuck? Yeah. No. Lyra and I do the same thing. Huh. Yeah. Uh, The same thing. Okay. Okay? We do the same thing. No, I heard you. That's important to me.
2: Okay. That's cool, dude.
3: All right. Jesus.
2: Uh is it time for um Boat Facts, boat with, facts Nikki with Nikki T.
3: Now I have a true or false question for you, dog. Are you ready? Yeah. Navigation lights must be displayed on motorboats from sunset to sunrise and during periods of restricted visibility such as rain or fog.
2: Uh-huh.
3: True or false? True. You got it. Back to you. That's Boat Facts and Nikki T.
2: Wait, so you have to have your light. Basically, visibility is key. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. As someone who is a captain of a boat, that makes sense.
3: Uh, you're a boat captain?
2: Yeah. I have something really funny to tell you um Save it for next episode. No, no, no. I have to We're tell gonna you. We're going to start now.
3: next episode with no,
2: it. No, no, no. I have to tell That'll you. It'll be quick. In four it's minutes quick. for us. It's quick. I will tell you quickly. So I posted a boat fact today for a few episodes back about the USS Constitution Fragite or whatever that boat's called. And the Twitter. Frigate. The frigate, whatever. I, You know, the boat fact was about that. And then the Twitter. Old
3: Ironsides. Yes,
2: Old Ironsides. The Twitter for the U.S. Constitution liked that tweet, which Whoa. I'm like, what? And it has over 18,000 followers. Who is following this fucking boat that's also verified?
3: Are you fucking uh, kidding me? It's the oldest boat still in commission. It, it
2: ha- it's a boat. Why does it need a Twitter Okay.
3: Oh, you, who are you asking why people are interested in this? Are you asking me? The master
2: of friggin' boat facts? I guess, Yes, boats are interesting to everybody. It just feels weird that the boat would have a Twitter. Like, does the, uh, the sailing boat A have a Twitter? Yes. Oh, okay. Guys, that's been Below Deck, Season 7, Episode 19, a.k.a. Reunion Part 1. Thank you so much for listening. You know, we have a great time here, completely smashing our faces in.
3: And we'll see you on the docks.
2: Sure, we'll see you on the USS Constitution. Guys, follow us on Deckheads Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Or leave us a five-star review. We would love it. Raise the roof to a five-star review. Even if you just want to press that little five-star and not write anything, hey, we'll take it, baby. Baby, we'll take it. Uh, you can also email us at deckheadspod at gmail.com. You can follow me at Anna Hosnie on uh, you know, Twitter and Nick is at Nick's Turner's on Twitter and Instagram. And you can check out our merch on Tee Public, baby merch on Tee Public. Check that out. Deckheads. Also, you can submit merch ideas if you'd like. You have some ideas, submit them. We would love to hear them. All right, guys, they're banging on my roof again. So got to go. Bye.
3: Deckheads is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
0: You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. (sighs) If tonight's movie night is just what you need, make it special with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandy's. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack